0: This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Today's show is sponsored by Acura. Airbnb. I just got invited to the first wedding of the summer. Yeah. Happens to be a gay wedding. Nice. Very excited to attend. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, you make money while you sleep and... While someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So, Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash/host. This is Nick. This is Jack. Welcome back. It is Monday, October 23rd. And today's pod, it is the best one yet. It's a T-boy. Nick, how do you know I'm not AI Jack? Really good question. I actually have no way to verify this. How do you test that I'm not ChatGPT, Jack? right now? Uh, I mean, I got to see how you whip up the takeaways on us over there. The not a bot test for me is asking me to say cookie crisp. Jack, if your cookie crisp doesn't hit the right octave, this is not the best one yet. You're going to ask me to do it? (laughs) First story for today's show. AI Jack, what do we got? For our first story, ESPN has a secret subscription that we've all been paying for years. For the first time ever, we just got the financial numbers from ESPN. For our second story, want to know if stocks are going up or going down? Just look at McDonald's McRib. The McDonald's McRib. Yetis prepare for the most honest takeaway Jack and I have ever whipped up. And our third and final story. Why are Amex customers angrier than ever, but sticking with Amex credit cards anyway? Because customers chirped But they don't churn. Now, Yetis, before we hit that wonderful mix of stories. A wonderful mix of stories to kick off the week. We are one week from Halloween Eve. Yetis, we know what you are going through right now. You're under some costume pressure right now. You're under some freaky FOMO right now. You have outfit Paralysis. Been there, done that. We're all feeling it. This year, are you going to be a sexy spreadsheet again? Or are you going to go as a possessed podcaster? Well, Yetis, we jumped in T-boy style to brainstorm some business-themed costumes for we you. We spent an absurd amount of time <laughs> on this, Yetis. It is a T-boy annual tradition, isn't it, Jack? Costume ideas based on news themes from this pod. Jack, remember last year's winner? Yeah, Bored Apes, no yacht. That was a classic. It the crypto crash. Well, here's what Jack and I might be wearing this year. You could go this year as a Zillow zombie. A Zillow zombie, because nothing is scarier than 8% mortgage rates. Or this year, you could dress up as ChatGPT++. <laughs> it's AI, so human-like, you dress up like a human. Or why not a retail costume, like Bed Bath & Beyond the Grave? You're just a pile of expired skincare products, that's all you gotta do. Or go this year as the ghost of Bud Light Past. Too soon, Beth. too soon? Yeah, if you want to diversify, you could wear a combo costume. Uh, we love the combo costumes, like what's a good example? Wear SPS face, Barbie's body. Bikini on the bottom, fro on the top. Are you ready, Yetis, for some couple costumes ideas? Oh, we love the couple's costumes. Be a video gamer and a DoorDasher. Be Carol from accounting and Frank from finance. Or you could be girl math and guy math. Together, everything's free. But what about a group costume for you and all your buddies? Glad you asked, Jack. Why doesn't everyone just go as a different Apple dongle? I'm USB-A, she's usb Speed, he's USB-C. Now, of course, you could just wear what your roommate is wearing. Which would be a classic zucking you don't have to wear any costume at all. Just go on strike this Halloween. Yeah, everyone else did this year. Yetis, this week is our annual T-Boy Halloween Costume Challenge. So Jack and I want to hear, what are your best business-themed costume ideas? Share your ideas with us on Instagram or on X at T-Boy Pod. We just posted our Halloween picks today. We want to see yours and get the comments. Comment on our Halloween pick at T-Boy Pod on Insta and the artist formerly known as Twitter. All week long, we're featuring the Best costumes yet. Send us your picks, send us your ideas, Nick and I'll share them on this pod AI Jack, let's hit on three stories. <laughs> Fifteen years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea that caused a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is a norm. Jack, Nick. It. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at-list. If you know, you know, cause we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, for the first time ever, we just learned the financial numbers behind ESPN. So T-Boy is here to present The Rise and Fall of ESPN. That is so dramatic. I love it. Can we come up with another name for it? Or as we call it, the Book of Berman. ESPN, no one knows what it stands for, but we all know what it means. Sports. sports. There was a time when sports in America was way less relevant than it is today. And it was making way less money too. 80s, yeah, before ESPN, sports made money through just a few basic ways, through tickets, through concessions, through ads, but not really through TV. And then ESPN came the first 24-hour sports channel that changed the sports business model. ESPN, all of America could follow all of the teams, right, Jack? Not just the one local team in your market like the Red Sox for me growing up. Like uh, some dude based in Dallas could become a Florida fan. That became a thing with ESPN. There was no pro hockey team near you, but you could still hear Barry Melrose talk about the Canucks. You love that mullet. Well, as ESPN's TV money powered the sports business, athletes were no longer the only stars of the industry. ESPN's anchors became stars too. Yeah, Jack, remember those uh, ESPN sports Center commercials like when we were growing up? Each and every one of them was standalone Very funny. Each one of those ESPN commercials deserves an Emmy right on the spot. This is SportsCenter. We would play one of them, but they would sue us. (laughs) (laughs) We see you, Bob Iger. But Nick, before we go further, let's go back, back, back. Back all the way to 1984. Let's do it. That's when ABC, the cable TV network, acquired the young ESPN company. Then in 1996, Disney acquired ABC, which owned ESPN. Disney didn't realize it at the time, but the jewel of that ABC acquisition was ESPN. But funny thing is, for 27 years, we haven't known how much money ESPN makes. For 27 years since Disney acquired it, we haven't known ESPN's numbers. Disney kept ESPN's numbers a secret until last week. Disney just shared that in 2022, ESPN made $16 billion in revenue and nearly $3 billion in profits. Jack, we sprinkle on a little context to those numbers. This is the first time we've heard about ESPN's numbers. And it turns out, They're two-thirds as profitable as Netflix is. ESPN is two-thirds as profitable as Netflix, and that's not all. ESPN made more profit last year than Disney's movie studio, Disney's streaming networks, and Disney's other TV channels. Combined. combined In fact. Fact yet right now, ESPN is the only profitable part of Disney besides the theme parks. But we haven't told you why Disney decided to share ESPN's numbers finally. No, we haven't, Jack. It's because Disney's trying to sell ESPN. And why are they doing that? Because of our takeaway. Mickey Mouse is tired of Mickey Mantle. So Jack, what's the takeaway (laughs) for our buddies over at ESPN? All of America has been paying ESPN a secret subscription for years. Yetis, we didn't just learn last week how much money ESPN makes. We also interestingly learned where that money comes from. Here's the surprise. Despite all the commercials we see on ESPN, advertising is less than half the revenue. Turns out a majority of ESPN's business is something called affiliate fees. Affiliate fees. That's two-thirds of ESPN's revenue. So we got to ask, What are affiliate fees? Well, Jack and I jumped in T-boy style, and an affiliate fee is a secret subscription. Back when every household in this country was paying 100 bucks a month for cable TV, the cable networks distributed that money to the TV channels. Yeah, and ESPN got the biggest cut of your $100 cable bill because ESPN was the most important channel. So whether you watched ESPN or didn't watch ESPN, If you paid for cable TV, you're paying seven to eight bucks a month to ESPN. Jack, what an amazing business model because ESPN was also making money on commercials too. And every American who had cable was paying ESPN money. But yet, here's the problem for Disney. 30 million US households have cut the cord, and that number is only accelerating. That means 30 million households are no longer paying ESPN that secret seven to eight bucks a month subscription. And that is why Disney is trying to sell ESPN. ESPN's business model is past its prime. Because every time an American cuts the cord, they stop paying ESPN a secret subscription. For our second story, the McRib. It just returned to select McDonald's across America. Why are we telling you this? Because the stock market performs three times better with the McRib on the menu than without. Yetis, prepare for the most honest takeaway we've ever told. 1981, Nick. You and I weren't born yet, but a legend was. The McDonald's McRib sandwich. If you've never had a McRib, It's a barbecue in a bun. It's like the best thing that ever happened to your mouth. Worst thing that ever happened to pigs. It's a pork-based sandwich with pickles, onions, and barbecue flavor. 480 calories, 22 grams of fat, one questionably shaped patty. Now, they call it the McRib. But there's no bone in there. No, there isn't. In fact, McDonald's used military technology to make it boneless. True story. We jumped in T-boy style and we discovered that. They licensed tech from like the Navy. Now, Yetis, in the 41 years since we got the McRib, the McRib has gone on and off the McDonald's menu. At various times, McDonald's like teases us that it's coming back and then braces us that it's going away. It's like McRib farewell tour, McRib dramatic return. It's like on and off, it's intense. So we have a nice data set to look at a shocking correlation between the McRib and Wall Street. Yetis, this is wild. Data analyst Nick Magooly ran some statistical numbers on the McRib and the stock market. If the McRib is available, stocks go up by a lot. Get this, the S&P 500, the 500 biggest companies in the stock market, has a higher daily return when the McRib is available. When the McRib is on the menu, the S&P 500 rises 0.9 percentage points per day. When the McRib is not on the menu, the S&P 500 rises only 0.3% per day. The difference is 0.6 percentage points. Doesn't sound like much. It doesn't seem like much. You're probably like, Nick, Jack, why are you talking about the McRib? But Nick, that's just the daily return. If you annualize that return, then stocks will rise 19% more per year with the McRib than without. Repeat Yetis, when the McRib is on the menu, stocks do 19% better that year. Hey, Ronald. <laughs> Can you just make the McRib a permanent menu item? I mean, Jack, the federal government should be <laughs> subsidizing the McRib, right? Like, it's the ultimate adult happy meal. Knowing the shocking insight is incredibly powerful. We can get rich. Like, Jerry Powell, stop doing interest rates. Just buy more McRibs for the Fed. If us regular investors buy when the McRib is on the menu and sell when the McRib is taken off the menu, we'll get rich. But here's the thing, yet is Jack and I, we wouldn't recommend that. No, don't do that. Don't do anything we just said. And that's because of our takeaway. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at the McRib? There's no one reason that stocks rise or fall. The best we can do is guess. Now, Yetis, this McRib effect, it's actually a classic case of correlation, not causation. It's a wild, hilarious statistical anomaly. Yes, it is. The McRib doesn't cause Wall Street to become more bullish. But the way Jack and I see it, this McRib coincidence, it reveals something important about our entire economy. Here it is. No one knows why the market goes up or down on a given day. Honestly, there are simply too many variables to assign any one of those variables as the cause of the stock market's movements. Because every day, millions of investors are buying and millions of investors are selling And they're all doing it for a different reason. If stocks rose, it's just because more people bought than sold and vice versa. But every morning we go to CNBC and it says the Dow is up because of earnings reports. Or the Dow is down because of oil. But the reality, there's so many elements of why the market is moving. It's never one thing. So Basti's, the McRib and the stock market. It is a hilarious example of a correlation, but not a causation. And that reminds us, there's no one reason that stocks rise or fall. And if anyone tells you that there's one reason, just give him a McRib and say, thanks for the information. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect? to protect her. And honestly, <laughs> we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop we'll there. we to do the whole audio book on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500 That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500 Canva. Canva. Yeah, it is. in sports as in business, if you look good, you feel good and you'll play good. That's why we love Canva. It's simply the best online graphic design software we've ever used. Neither one of us are designers, and yet both of us have created beautiful designs for our business using Canva. We designed our merch on Canva. We designed our social posts on Canva. We designed the signs for our T-Boy Live show on Canva. True story. Oh, and Canva isn't just for startups or entrepreneurs either, because 90% of Fortune 500 companies now use Canva. But it definitely is for startups like us, the T-Boy Podcast Media Company. Our creative director literally said, She cannot live without Canva. And we believe her. It'll make your business look good, which will make you feel good, and you'll perform better. So Yeti, start designing today at Canva.com. Canva designed for work. For our third and final story, Amex just enjoyed its biggest profit of all time. Customers are furious at American Express right now, but they're not dumping it. We'll tell you why. Yetis, remember this past summer when Jack and I told you you flew to Amalfi, you didn't fly to Epcot? One credit card company loved Americans' international travel this summer. Amex. Amex. They just announced earnings. Jack and I jumped in T-boy style. Spending on Amex cards jumped 9% as you threw down the plastic while you were in Portugal. So American Express's quarterly revenue passed $15 billion and profits jumped 30% to an all-time high. But here's the interesting thing that Jack and I noticed. 70% of new cardholders for Amex got membership cards. Yeah, membership cards. Like 70% of new Amex customers are getting the cards with an annual fee. Pretty big annual fees too. Yeah, because Amex just upped their annual fees by 26%. The platinum card Whoa. is now $695 a year. Up from five fifty six ninety five dollars dollars 95 per year per the card. One of the biggest fees in all of fees. But that's not all, because at the same time Amex is increasing fees, it's reducing the amount of perks. Remember Delta just updated the policy for Amex Platinum cards? Still not happy about it, still feels bad, Jack. Starting in 2024, no more lounge access. I don't know, up yet, your typical Amex holder would have good reason to be really upset. Customers are upset, but they're not doing anything about it. Yet is this is what we found fascinating about this story. According to the MX CFO, customer complaints have popped, but cancellations have not. The CFO said that customers' bark is bigger than their bite right now. Yeah, you said that customers basically called up and said, I'd like to speak to a manager, and then and then they just they, they didn't do anything after that. They had fun with the manager. It's something we've learned about customers. They often like to vent. But don't end up quitting. Yeah, it's like a lot of Karens, but no cancellations. Like, remember the hashtag delete Facebook and hashtag delete Uber campaigns? Absolutely, they were big campaigns pushing back against Facebook and Uber a few years ago. In both cases, Facebook and Uber barely lost any customers because, yetis, more often than not, from what Jack and I have seen, customers chirp but they don't churn. And the reason is our takeaway. <laughs> so, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Amex, Tina? There is no alternative. Yetis, why didn't disgruntled Amex platinum holders dump Amex? It's because of Tina. T-I-N-A, there is no alternative. There's plenty of credit cards, from MasterCard to Visa to Apple, but Amex dominates the premium credit card. Because on premium credit cards, there really is no other alternative except for Chase Sapphire. So people could have canceled their American Express card, but they would have suffered as a consumer. Now, Yetis, in other industries, there is an alternative. Like, for example, the light beer industry. This summer, people wanted to boycott Bud Light, and guess what? They did. Yeah, it wasn't just bark, it was bite. But in other industries, when there's a highly differentiated product, there is no alternative sometimes. (laughs) Some products are just immune to consumer backlash, and that is because of Tina. Tina's great if you're Amex. It stinks if you're an Amex cardholder. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us to kick off the week? Disney just revealed ESPN's financial numbers for the first time. It's very profitable, but those profits are shrinking. As Americans cut the cord, they stop paying ESPN's secret subscription. For our second story, the McDonald's McRib is back. And if history is our guide, that means stocks will rise. (laughs) Yeah, barely 19% this year. That's correlation, though, not causation. There's no one reason stocks rise or fall. In case it wasn't clear, this isn't a buy recommendation yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bite recommendation. And our third and final story is American Express. They increased fees and cut perks, which led to record profits. But why didn't people cancel? Because of Tina. T-I-N-A. There is no alternative. Sometimes it's Tina. It stinks unless you work for American Express. <laughs> but yet is this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, President Biden asked Congress for $105 billion in funding for Ukraine, for Israel, for Taiwan, and for border security. But it can't get passed until the U.S. House of Representatives elects a speaker. And second, Joby and Delta, their CEOs had a fireside chat to discuss the future of air taxis, which they claim is coming really soon. New airports are building Vertiports. For people who want to get to the airport via a futuristic air taxi. And finally, an update from the Sam Bankman-Fried crypto fraud trial. The prosecutors just said that his defense is the same as the plot of the movie Dumb and Dumber. Everybody's seen Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Apparently that's the case. Sam Bankman-Fried's like, according to this balance sheet, we've only gone four inches. <laughs> So you're telling me there's a chance? Wait, you've had an extra pair of gloves this whole time? It's okay, Jack. I'm a limo driver. <laughs> now time for the best fact yet. This one sent in by Myra Sylvan and Dahlia Elaine over in Silver Spring, Maryland. The sloth. The sloth. It's a great animal. It's a slow animal. It's known for chilling. Chilling hard. It's known for relaxing. Turns out sloths poop only once a week. Yeah, that's the best fact yet. A sloth only poops once a week and it tends to seek out the tree. That's where it is. Its metabolism is just as slow as the rest of it. We told you the other week, he's about the shortage of laxatives. The sloth doesn't care. <laughs> Yetis, you look fantastic. AI Jack, I mean, that was, you're just like the real thing, man. You can send extra money to my Patreon page. Now, Yetis, remember, we are running our T-Boy Pop Biz Halloween costume contest starting today. If you have a business-themed costume idea, send it our way at T-Boy Pod. Maybe it's a Zillow zombie. Maybe it's a Bed, Bath, and Beyond the Grave. We want to hear your ideas at T-Boy Pod. Nick and I will see you tomorrow. If you know, you know. And before we go, a congratulations to Yeti Sophia Belfort, who just had her first week at a new job in New York City. She rode the subway the wrong way the first day, but she made it, and she made it on time. Showing up late would have been fine on your first act. <laughs> Actually, good job, Sophia. <laughs> And congratulations to Colleen Neuenschwander, who with her friend Lisa completed the Camino de Santiago pilgrimage through Portugal, hiking 150 miles. And congratulations to Ilanya Paredes, who's starting her first company named after her late father in Maryland, JLE Solutions. And congratulations to Luis Hiran Juha, who has a new job in Santa Clara, California. And Mike Gingrich just ran his first Iron Man last weekend. Not too shabby. Very not too shabby, actually. <laughs> and Juliana Paolo Martinez Ibarra and Reyna Ibarra are celebrating a 17th anniversary in Plymouth, Minnesota. Happy 11th birthday to Cole Ligupri in Harrisonburg, Virginia. And Sebastian Sagardia, the mushroom farmer from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Happy birthday. Happy 17th birthday to Parker Shell in Colleyville, Texas. And Nicole. Cole Trask and her mom, Debbie Trask, are celebrating a joint birthday together over in Venice, Italy. Not too shabby. Sounds incredible. And happy birthday to Colin Curran in Arcata, California. And Eric Guoa, happy birthday in Saratoga, California. And a huge happy birthday to Michelle Cullen who gets to celebrate her birthday big time because her grandparents are watching that dog and watching that baby. And Javier Cano in Arizona has put his daughter, Vita del Solcono, into a lovely T-boy baby onesie. Fantastic. And to anyone else celebrating something today, make it a T-boy. Celebrate the wins. This is Jack. Nick and I both own stock of Apple and I own stock of Disney and Netflix. And my Uncle D, is to work at ESPN. Mickey Mantle line was incredible. Okay, great. I was honestly, yeah. dude, I said Mickey Mouse and I was like, Jesus, I better think of a Mickey. Because <laughs> I well, can't think of a mouse. You picked a Hall of Fame switch hitting New York Yankee legend. Did you ever go to the Mickey Mantle restaurant? Yes, ever. It was that. amazing. Yeah. I love that. Place. Central Park South. I would like meet my mom there. <laughs> I sometimes on like a Friday after school, I would go head up walk down Central Park South and like meet her there. Well, remember what Christopher Walken said and catch me if you can. Remember what he said? Why do the Yankees win all their games? Because everyone's looking at the pinstripes. Oh, yeah. Because everybody's looking at the pinstripes. (laughs) Because you can't stop looking at those pinstripes. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. We want to get to know you. Nick and Jack here. want to quickly tell you about the show, Business Wars. With the launch of ChatGPT, Sam Altman and OpenAI reinvigorated our imaginations and fears of a world with artificial intelligence. While the company looked like a stunning success from the outside, a battle was brewing within. Almost a year after launching ChatGPT, that battle erupted into a war when the company fired its charismatic CEO, Sam Altman. From Wondery, Business Wars is a podcast about the biggest corporate rivalries of all time. And in the newest season, host David Brown digs into the philosophical differences within open AI that culminated in Sam Altman's shocking firing and what it means for the future and safety of AI in the modern world. Follow Business Wars on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And for more deep dive and daily business content, listen on Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, business wars, the best one yet, business movers, and many more. Wondery means business.